1: yo 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 my mic sounds nice
0: i don't know what my mic sound like
1: it sounds good in my headphones Mm, i know
0: i know that it's just i'm really not feeling the the fixtures are a little loose loosey-goosey right now and i'm just like it's a very delicate balance that's happening
1: my mic stand is also a little um, loosey-goosey.
0: I'm in a new location, if you didn't I'm already notice. waiting. I mean, it's crazy because I haven't heard from Sweetwater in a while. I would have expected them to call by now. <laughs> I would have had <laughs> to a question check in. for them.
1: Right, to check <laughs> in. Hi, yes, we need to tighten up our equipment. Uh, what do we do?
0: Right, Exactly. What's up friend? We're like one week away and you'll be here. reunited. Wow. And it feels I have so, so many questions, but I'm just going to start with how long is it going to take you to get that ID?
1: It's going to take me a while. Actually, my sister was talking about that because we're both new California residents. And I was like, so, yeah, what do I have to do about, like, my car, my registration, like, my license, da, da, da And she was like, girl, I don't know. I don't understand their DMV. It's not like a normal DMV here. And I was like, is it not like a normal DMV? Or did you just not really try
0: yet? Yeah, it might seem like it's unattainable and very blurry because... I don't know how other DMV folks do it. I mean, honestly, I never really had to deal with much outside of New York in here. But here it's really just making appointments. That seems to be like the biggest thing is the appointment. And depending on the location that you choose, the appointments could be so far out that it's like, you may as well walk in. But when you walk in, that line is going to be crazy. However, it moves fast. So, I might have to go there when they first open I would and say try to catch Don't be overwhelmed by the line. Definitely go when they first open. That's really how you're going to get most shit done quickly. Is by walking in, filling out your paperwork, walking in, taking a test. Because I think sometimes they, you know, you, they might have you taken exam like a written exam like but I, oh uh-uh because uh, yeah. i've been yeah. a driver baby I'm not we written hear exam. you yeah. we hear we know we know you're a driver okay and that's the <laughs> thing people come out here they get all confident yeah and that test will <laughs> fuck you up but nah, you get three three uh shots to like pass and some niggas like they'll fail and then go in the parking lot and like <laughs> practice real quick <laughs> ah, run it back dick. But trust me, you'll be fine. Like, if you, if it so happens you're randomly chosen to take a test, I. Have the website for you, like it's literally filled with practice tests. It's
1: okay. Okay. Cool. Exactly what's but, And honestly, is. I will say, like, I am gonna have to get used to these fucking eight lane highways because I ain't been doing eight lanes
0: in a I long know, time. In a long time, because I mean, you familiar with it with Atlanta? Yeah. Like, right. Right. We another... do. We
1: do a good six in Atlanta, but right. these eight lanes, baby, I'm gonna
0: have to be. <laughs> rarely slide up to weak. the left. <laughs> really take it your... back now, y'all. <laughs> honestly, really. Really, will you experience like a real like a legit eight maybe when you're merging and getting onto another route you might find there's like way more going on, but you're gonna be fine, like come on, please, yeah, 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 it'll, it'll be, be good fine. it'll be good it's gonna be I'm fun so excited doing the, doing the meandering roads and all the yeah, I wanna go up
1: like, in the hills mm-hmm. and like. Oh my god, so many fun things! And honestly, guys, I'm really excited to bring the podcast to you guys in a new format. Like we we're so yeah. excited to just be in the same city. This is about to take our this show. This is I, I to don't think another level. Yeah.
0: I don't think you guys realize, but this is you know it's. I'm sure you do, but it's really me say, talking me to me saying right. I don't think no, you I realize, don't realize. Like, no <laughs> how how it's gonna how things are gonna change for the podcast. I feel like for you, the just I, I remember like that feeling when I first moved to L.A. and just being like, whoa, to be in the rut that I was in, in terms of like job wise. Yeah, and just being finance, done with New York. Financially, yeah. the sun, the trees, everything just it was like I could have had so much to be down and out about. But I was just as happy as a clam because of that weather, the like yeah quality of life is definitely
1: and josh said the sun is out now so i'm happy that i'm coming with
0: out baby and like activities after activities i mean the moment you get here we have a dinner there's a barbecue the following weekend like if you have time to join that so i have time to do everything my life is now open my calendar is open yeah Summer summer is here and it's going to be a good one. So Yeah, it's going
1: to be a good one. It's going to be excited. a big one. And today actually I met someone. Um, shout out to Marcel. This very nice man that I met today and he prayed over me. Like just I was just chatting to him and telling him like I'm excited, you know, I'm really proud of myself for like overcoming like fear of complacency and stuff like that. And then he just like asked me like, "Can I pray for you?" And I was like, "Yeah, absolutely." And he just like right. Put his hand around my shoulder And like said the most beautiful Affirming prayer and just was like Just another thing where It's just like so many people have been pouring Into me and like wishing me Positivity and like saying that I'm on the right path and I'm I'm Doing the right thing and it's just I feel that I like really Feel in my heart and my soul like this is Exactly what I'm meant to be doing this Is exactly what I'm supposed to be doing yeah. everyone That I know even people I don't Know like I just right. met this man today like really are just saying that I'm walking in my purpose and my path and I believe yeah. that and I'm just so believe, I'm just ready believe and excited. that, feel that
0: I'm so excited for you. I know big things are going like are on the way and it's gonna be amazing how fast them chips fall. Like you hey. know what I mean? Like as soon as like things as soon as you get here, as soon as you touch down. So do you boo like yes this is this is exciting. So new era New big change era, era. Yeah. yeah so okay
1: what's up icebreaker
0: icebreaker I have two in mind I'm not sure which way to go are you feeling like self-care or adventure adventure what is the most adventurous thing you've ever done or want to do
1: Probably visiting Haiti was the most adventurous thing I've ever done because Haiti was never really on my, like, bingo card, you know? Like, Mm -hmm. it wasn't a a country that I had ever really given much thought to. And um, going there and being in the country and just, like, really kind of, like, Doing a rough and tumble, no hotel, just like, you know, just thugging it out and, you know, different language, everything like that. Even though we were with people, you know, family, extended family and stuff like that. But like for me personally, I was... You know, seeing things I'd never seen before. I'd never been to a third world country before. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, jumping off of cliffs with very sketchy safety gear, you know, yeah. <laughs> like very sketchy circumstances and just being yeah. like, yeah, I'm going to jump in this blue hole.
0: Uh, I would definitely say that's the most adventurous.
1: Yeah, Jacques hole. Mel blue lagoon i'll never forget that that was mm. the best water i think i've ever been in
0: in it like i tell i tell y'all all the time one thing about me like i might not be an a1 swimmer but i'm getting in some fucking water no and she's somebody's getting gonna in. save me so you're getting <laughs> somewhat in. yep i'm getting in and i'm fighting i'm fighting i feel like at like one point you did like have to grab out to me or somebody and I'd, get pulled I over listen, to the listen, side but, but i was we'll gonna pull, be, we'll always pull you up Absolutely, there was no way I wasn't going to be a part of the footage of the girls like jumping off the cliff, like
1: into. No, <laughs> Shayna was like, "Oh, we're we're jumping off a waterfall. Okay, I guess we're climbing up this waterfall, jumping off." And Dominique is was, the same way. Dama gonna get in that water too, even though she's she's more pitiful some, than
0: you. We do <laughs> we do some weird shit for content, you know what I mean? And the memories, <laughs> it's the memories for me. Like that, you know, I didn't think of that as adventurous, but yeah, that really was something that. Wasn't on a docker for me as well. And I just, you know, with everything uh, that ha- it was really one of the best experiences Same. I've had too. Um, you know, being like able to stay like at the extended doctor's like quarter or like where, the people yeah. is, you know, the students stay and stuff. And just. um, We was
1: literally like showering, like not really with a bucket, but it was like very minimal water pressure. And it was just like, get in, get out, get on with your life real quick. There was the one thing I remember loving, though, was we were out in the country and we were walking, you know, down the street at night and there was just not a light. no no house lights no and you could see every single star like I could I never saw the sky look so full of stars yeah as I did and that's because there's no city lights blocking the beautiful view Mm -hmm. just moments like that you're like wow this is unreal yeah and you can't take a picture of that either it's just something that has to live in your memory
0: right exactly yeah. But yeah, you know, I've, I've what's done, yours? Yeah, I've done some adventurous things in my life, but I would say skydiving. I've been right. <laughs> rocket mountain
1: climbing. That
0: was definitely a that was a winner. That went smoothly. I'm gonna go with the pair the paragliding because that was you just didn't know the, that was gonna be. I didn't know it was gonna take me for a loop. Literally, you know, like. <laughs> I, it was supposed to be a fifteen minute ride, and I was up there for an hour stuck. Ooh, child! Threw up all myself and everything. So it, you know, it that Girl, was something. But, but honestly,
1: you didn't really like. I wasn't there to know exactly how you were. As soon as you came down, I'm sure you were just like thrown off. But you really like took that L and just took it. Like you didn't really like. You know, like when you're retelling the story, you don't you don't make it seem like they fucked me over and like it was horrible and I will never do that again. It's more so just like that was not the experience I was supposed to have, but it was crazy as fuck and I will remember it forever at this point. And
0: I you know, I got sick because before that we had hot chocolate with cheese. That was supposed to be like a cultural thing. Bad idea to do because that really like turned my stomach all around and then being up there. In the air and realizing oh me telling him that i have to use the bathroom i have to throw up is not doesn't really matter at this point it was right. like wow you know so definitely had to pay for that like i ended up not going to the uh scarface like the tony montana house and all that stuff that they did was it that or it was maybe something else I might be getting the names mixed up I don't think it was that but it was no not Tony Montana Pablo Escobar Pablo Escobar Tony Montana is a fictional character nigga (laughs) I'm dead Q N Tony Montana song right there Tony (laughs) Munson Tony
1: Munson Tony Munson
0: (laughs) oh gosh but yeah yeah I still want to do you know crazier things like that jump off the building in Dubai thing
1: off the Burj Khalif?
0: Yeah, yeah, girl. No, yeah. I
1: don't know about that. It's like it's like even with you doing the skydiving, it's like I, I would never like be like, hey guys, you want to go skydiving? Like I don't really think I would have to kind of be like maybe invited and then also potentially even coerced. That I'm not afraid of heights though. But, for yeah. some reason, that kind of like makes me a little like I would be satisfied if I to live my whole life and never do I'm that dead.
0: <laughs> that's what really <laughs> locked in the friendship for Danielle and Joss and I because it was we met so close to my birthday, and I had already had thoughts like I want to go skydiving, but I just randomly threw it out there to them just to see, and they were totally down, and I'm like, really, like I have people to go with me. This is crazy, but Aww, yeah, so that's sweet that was um. That was nice, but yeah, definitely yeah. an experience. I think you always that hear would be... about those freak accidents, though, and those are the things you know. We, it there's a small chance that that could happen, and sometimes you know, more Girl. often. I'm now I'm thinking about those one <laughs> percent chances because because we're getting older, or what? I don't know. Just you just hear so many things that happen yeah. that it just makes you get in your head sometimes like well that's what I thought about oh right
1: the zipline which we've done many (laughs) times and my friend who is a plus size woman um, she went ziplining for the first time just, just like one week ago and I didn't have the heart to tell her like that that had just happened the week before that, you know, the yeah. zip incident. And I just did not want to ruin her experience. I figured she'd be fine. I mean, you know, that is a one, like we said, a small percent chance that that'll actually happen. And of course she survived, but, um, <laughs> I was thinking about her. Survived. I was thinking about her. I was like, yo, I had her in my prayer. Yeah, I because did. I, like, I did. Oh, Cause that was crazy. Yeah. Lord. But no, I hope that we always keep our adventurous spirit, Shayna. We always kind of like are down to try whatever. Right.
0: For the most yeah. part. You Especially know.
1: when it comes to food. Like we will put some I'll put right. something in my mouth.
0: Only thing is I haven't done anything that was live yet. That's wild for me.
1: I want to do that shit in Japan where but they But I know the, a- the yeah, live. I know
0: the Asian cuisine. You'll yeah. find a lot of that in in that. Yeah. I'm not ready for that, I don't think.
1: I'm just thinking about Japan. We have um, just two more years until my big Japan trip. So. Wow. For my 35. I hope that's on your calendar for. <laughs> Thanks for reminding Because
0: <laughs> <laughs> I definitely do want to go to Japan, you know? Like yeah. That.
1: My trip that got killed during COVID I am doing it when I turn 35 guys that's going to be epic and we're going to have yeah. like way more grown money by the time we're 35 so that's going to mm. be exciting
0: wow look at that
1: yeah it's Amazing. giving it's giving you know I might shop a little you know what I mean like <laughs> like when we were shopping in Europe I was like oh my gosh I feel so adult, like, you know, buying one singular item, like, (laughs) even (laughs) just buying one thing, like, that shit was great. I kind of want to do that now when I travel. Right. Anyway, that was good. So here we are, cancer season. We're finally going to give cancer season the attention that they didn't get last time.
0: Yeah, and that was not intentional
1: It was funny. Somebody listened to the show and was like, so you going to let her do that whole shit and not say nothing? I was like, honestly, we were in too deep. We were in too deep. What could I do? (laughs) Throw us off course? No.
0: Oh, my goodness. We could have easily pivoted, but that's okay because we're here now and we're ready. Yeah. We're ready to play another game. This one is the cancer compatibility match okay what happens here is you and I will take turns maybe a turn or two stating listing one zodiac sign like Leo and then the other person has to come up with you know reasons why the cancer and the Leo might be compatible or incompatible like that's what we're doing but you have to just like call it out right there and then you know, we have maybe 30 seconds to like get our not get our answer together, but answer it and. Move OK, on.
1: Yeah. so I'll say a name. We can go back and forth and say a different sign. Yeah. And then we'll answer together why they're compatible or not compatible with the cancer. So I'm going to go first and I'm going to say Virgo, cancer and Virgo together.
0: Cancer and Virgo together. So that's what water and earth.
1: Yeah, I think that. In a friend relationship, it's been wildly successful for me. Like mm-hmm. I just want to speak on that just first. I think that um the cancer can be very considerate of the Virgo's kind of like needs and like particular particularities, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Um, which is nice. One of my one of my friends who is, you know, Brianna, who's been on the show, who's a cancer, um, she always kind of like when we were younger she would like purposefully say like I'm doing this because I know that you need you know what I mean like she would say like I wouldn't really do this but I'm doing it because I know that you are like crazy and like need certain things Mm
0: -hmm. so I definitely (laughs) feel like I definitely
1: feel like when it comes to cancer and Virgo in relationship the cancer brings out that nurturer and like will will kind of cater to you to you in a certain way you know the
0: cancer really allows the Virgo gives the Virgo space to be themselves yeah authentically without you know coming for their character and I think that it would take a lot to actually get them to speak up about that and I say that from you know Dominique, for example, like, right? Yeah, one of she's one of like easily top three cancers
1: mm-hmm. on the
0: planet, baby. Right. Like, but what about romantically? Do you think that? So, it could work what I there? was gonna
1: say, what I was gonna say was, I don't know if it will be as successful romantically because the cancers are so wildly emotional, and the emotional blackmail that comes from a cancer. Is more than my heart could bear. Like, they are seriously dark. It's like they're so sweet, but they're also, like, dark and mean. Like, (laughs) I can really, like, kind of cut, you know, get sharp, get nasty when they need to. You know what I mean? Like, and also they want you, like, I feel like the cancer is like, okay, for example, my mother. My mother is so, she's going to make sure you know when she's hurt. You know what I mean? Like. That's what I mean by that emotional blackmail. Like, they yeah, really want to go I wanna low know,
0: with the cancers' manipulative traits and the Virgos' trait of you know wanting to control. Like, how mm-hmm. do those two mesh? How do they? It find sounds their like way they don't. The it road? sounds
1: like they don't mesh. I don't know. That doesn't sound very good, right? That's why I was like, it's cool that i have I have my friendships, but it's like like you said before, the cancer sees the Virgo for like who they are. I feel like I can see the cancer clearly. I know when you know, like every now and again when Damo gets a little testy, it's like, all right, is she hungry? Is she sleepy? Is she <laughs> is she <laughs> n- not to minimize it, but it's like you know, I just know I accept those things about her because. I know that this is who she is. Mm -hmm. Whereas like, if it's my romantic partner, am I going to be able to just accept it like that? I feel like, no, I don't know. It's different with friends and romantic partners. Even though it, even though it shouldn't be, but I just feel like that would be harder for me in my romantic relationship. Like,
0: Mm. I do feel like that nurturer though, can transfer over to that romantic relationship and make the Virgo feel loved and looked after and And
1: i feel like the cancer is one that's always kind of evolving too like they definitely have certain things that could be their tendencies but i feel like cancers are open to like hearing other people's opinions sometimes and like actually evolving in that way right in a more positive way
0: yeah okay so all right so you do one okay you throw out one Sagittarius. Mm. I feel like this might throw the Cancer off completely. Like meaning, like wow, this is just active, exciting. Yeah, uh, yeah, could be, but could be fun, right? Could be something that they really uh Cancer could grow to enjoy. Yeah, like because that.
1: Sagittarius definitely has that wild side. You know what Absolutely. I mean? Like that fire yeah right that fire so I think that that would be fun and cancers love to have fun too I mean cancers really love to like laugh have fun like you know do something cool or unexpected um
0: and be active and I'm feeling like that water element with the cancer might have some correlation to being able to calm that fire sign down you know like put Mm -hmm. that fire out When needed, when necessary. The fire, you know, not saying like fire is bad. Like it could be good in some places. Of course, that passion, whatever.
1: Yeah. Right. I definitely think that that could actually be a good matchup. I think it would be a wild ride, but something in me feels like that actually could be a compatible.
0: Yeah. I feel like it. the sage would certainly bring the cancer out of their element, but that would be great for, you know, that, Evolution piece that you were just talking about.
1: Yeah, but one thing about the Sagittarius is like just similar to the Cancer in the way of like kind of the emotional piece. Ooh, like, I wonder what their yeah.
0: communication might be yeah. like. Yeah, like, I feel like the arguments yeah. probably would be really like explosive, intense. Yeah, explosive. Hmm.
1: Interesting. Interesting. Are are there any Sag? Um, Where's my phone? Any SAG cancer couples that we know? Let me think. Celebrity couples. Tom Cruise and Katie Holmes. That did not work out at all. Interesting, interesting.
0: Interesting, interesting. Nicki Minaj and Safari oh wow they they were together for a while before shit went to shit they were they were
1: and that was you know that was probably half the internet's fault anyway because yeah and they did and i have always heard that they like had a lot of fun together like in the studio mm-hmm. and stuff like that they were
0: together for over a decade so yeah that's true
1: I mean, Katie Holmes and Tom Cruise. I think did of several years. I mean, you yeah, know. they
0: did. They did six. It says, yeah. Wow, damn, it's crazy. Miley Cyrus and Liam Hemsworth.
1: Oh my God, they've been on again, off again for decades.
0: Yeah, almost a decade. <laughs> <laughs> Look, decades. Miley ain't but
1: thirty. Shit, right? Ain't but the um, decade, <laughs> but. right? <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah. Okay, so wait a minute. So maybe I'm right that like. They do like each other and they do have compatibility. But what if it's not meant to be lasting forever?
0: It lasts. It does last. But something.
1: But think about the cancers we know. I mean, they might stay in a situation that isn't exactly perfect also. Mm -hmm. Right. I mean, I, the, all three of the cancers I'm thinking of on the top of my head was in some long-term shit that might have been bullshit sooner right. than they <laughs> That's my mama included, y'all, that's my mama included <laughs> Ooh, mm-hmm. yeah, 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 yeah. it it seems like it might it might be on to something with that one, right. Okay.
0: um you want to do one more? Uh, we could do one more.
1: All right. Um, I want to go back to the example you gave, Leo, Cancer, Leo. Hmm.
0: All I can think of is lion-ass Leos. <laughs> it's possible that it could work. I feel like the Leo is, you know, flashy, loves nice things. So does the Cancer. I think that they can vibe in that way, like very surface level but also with the cancer and leo being close to one another um i feel like they could probably have some like qualities similar qualities mm. uh but you know it always it's always going to come down to those stark differences which is probably why maybe they they might not work
1: but that's so, another
0: fire sign you know um the leo
1: yeah right the Leo and cancer celeb couple that I first saw is Tom Brady and Giselle Bunchen. Mm. Tom Brady, you know, as we've heard about their relationship, he put his career first above her and just expected her to get in line. And she did for a long time. And then she was like, I'm getting the fuck out of here. I'm out of here. He is. Mm. She's the cancer. The nurturer, domesticated. yeah oh yeah super like put family first like tamara mowry is the cancer and her husband adam housley is the leo mm. i could see that as well i didn't know tia was a cancer i wonder what her um ex-husband sign was
0: that- all i know is that tia is in me season and go ahead Period. Period. And I do
1: feel like cancers really can do bad all by themselves. You know what I mean? Like, most of the cancer women I know are very independent. Even these kind of, like, celebrities that we've showcased. I mean, we've got a supermodel. We've got an actress who's been working for 20-plus years. Like, literally right. very independent women, the cancers. Yeah. Yeah they don't need no compatibility okay wait we'll just do one more quick that we know is a solid compatibility since we had two that were kind of like
0: Meh. uh don't you hear about the cancer pisces match Huh, I can see that. That seems to be the water sign. One of the pairs of the lifetime, you know, because at at the end of the day, the elements do get along with the elements. Hence the you know compatible Aquarian, Gemini, Libra. Yeah, Blase, yeah, Blase yeah. Thing. So yeah, I mean the Pisces. Ah, uh, and they all and they have that creativity too. And the creativity. In yeah. Both of them are aligned. Like as it relates to sensitivity. Yeah, ooh, good point. Yeah, I think that they'll be very good at supporting one another emotionally, but if they are emotionally unstable, it could probably also be a mess, Mm. considering what we know about Pisces and just
1: how... They can be a little nutty a little bit. Yeah,
0: and how pop culture really drives them as that toxic. Mm. Mm, Zodiac sign. Which I could I
1: could agree with. I could agree
0: with. They're a little too intelligent for their own good. Exactly. I'm trying to think of a celeb couple that's
1: let's Pisces see. Cancer. Kurt Cobain and Courtney Love. That's that's dark somehow. Kurt was a Pisces and Courtney is a cancer. Honestly, I could see that. All right. Well, interesting. Happy birthday to the cancers.
0: Happy birthday. You I hope you find going. your compatibility. Right. Match out there. Most compatible. There's there's a ton, you know, could go. E- any way. defy like the cancers. odds, defy the odds. Go for I the do. opposite.
1: Defy expectations. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right now, oh yeah, that's it. That's it for um the sign up, the sign up. Now it's time for nosy new <laughs> So I'm gonna blow through these real quick real quick real quick, real quick. um. There is a historic strike going on with the actors and the Writers Guild Unions mm. of America. Yeah. Um, this is evidently a historic strike. The first time that the two unions have um, linked up to go to take on the man and shut this shit down. Um, <laughs> yeah. Nobody take can on work. on the man. Nobody can work. Like, no shows can be, re- like, people can't shoot their shows. The actors can't. The writers aren't writing new episodes. Like, it's really amping up, actually. Wow. And they're making like some pretty fair demands. I think it's like to make sure that their licensing is protected and that, you know, they're paid fair residuals. Like, you know, I remember even, you know, 10, 15 years ago, my dad getting residual checks for like seven cents. It costs Mm -hmm. more to actually put the postage on it to mail him the check than the check is worth. Like, Mm -hmm. it makes no fucking sense. But there are even more, like, greater shows that are in syndication and things like that, where the actors just simply aren't compensated, even though it's their talents that are keeping people coming back again and again. So I can dig it. The the writers need money, too. You know, y'all just trying to be acting like y'all came up with them jokes on your own. You didn't. Somebody wrote that shit, you dickhead Mm hmm so you know i'm just happy to be a part of history i hope that like they really get everything they're asking for and
0: i do too does this mean does this mean that in addition to actors not you know filming writers not writing are they also not releasing anything or anything that's in the streaming services possession or that network's possession. Yeah. I think anything
1: that, yeah, anything that's completed can be released. Anything that's completed can be released. I did see something where, where an actor was saying they can't promote, they won't promote their new episodes as a part of like not participating, you know, not crossing the picket line and working, you know? So, Mm they actors won't be like reposting maybe their shows and stuff but like Mm. if it's if it's done they the studios can release it during this time
0: wow yeah and i'm wondering with that is it possible i'm sure it's not going to take a short period of time to make this change but i was also wondering if in the off chance they might be able to change the payment for what they drop now. Oh,
1: right. I know. I know. Yeah. I'm really,
0: really asking for a lot. And I know that that's yeah, probably girl. impossible, but just,
1: that would be you know, like a beautiful thing. I'm sure that would definitely like satiate somebody, but
0: yeah, it's, it's fucked up though, it's, for sure. It's bigger than that. Yeah. People do so much, uh, they watch these stand up comedians get these 1 million dollar contracts and deals right. on Netflix to have their show there and they're still getting, you know, low checks like that's not Well, I
1: saw I fine. saw one of that one of the actors from Gilmore Girls. I, I wasn't a Gilmore Girls person, but I know that their fan base is far and wide. You know what I mean? And he was saying that he has been on syndication on Netflix for like 10 years or however long it is. He's he's like one of the high Gilmore Girls is one of the highest streamed shows on Netflix. And he's like getting those like four cent residual checks, seven cent residual checks, like barely getting a dime for what the fuck. His show that he, that him and his castmates have made so popular. So I definitely think that they, that there's plenty of money to go around. They should be paying the talent. And Amanda Seals even made a good point of saying like, I've been working since I was eight and I didn't get a job that brought me into financial stability until I was 35 years old, which was insecure. Hmm and she's like this is part of the problem like actors are literally clocking in most most some actors are rich not many actors are wealthy and a lot of them are just working check to check so that's exactly what amanda seal said so i am supportive of the strike. I hope that it ends quicker now. Because and that's
0: when that question. Sorry to interrupt. You can no, finish go ahead. your thought. No, God. Ahead, go ahead. And that's when the question of, are you doing it for the wealth or the fame, comes into play. Because right. it is crazy, right? You don't really think like, damn, like actors don't get paid a lot unless it's like this. Crazy big, you know, production, Mega, movie, yeah, right, like Game Wakanda, of Thrones. Uh, Game it always Thrones, goes back to that, right. right? All the uh Marvel films, right? Just different things like that. But it's like, yeah, are you doing it for the wealth or the fame? Because it definitely feels like it's fame, right? When the rewarding part of it becomes people seeing you on TV, championing mm-hmm. for you, doing all those things and you know like I, those things I just really don't care about. I'm I'm in it for the wealth. I'm in the <laughs> I'm trying to be
1: in the office where they writing the checks and signing them because Right.
0: I I Yeah, fuck the fame.
1: Yeah. And the Mm-mm. fame the fame that's the thing that people feel like the money comes with the fame. It doesn't. That's what that's a point we're making. Yeah.
0: That's it why they doesn't. ask you, what do you want?
1: <laughs> yeah. Right, right. Mm. Yeah. I'll take I'll take the fucking money. And that's every the time. thing too,
0: for that's also another reason why I had to pivot. I mean, I know some people who stay at it, great things come from being in that entertainment industry, but it just wasn't stable enough for me. And I felt like I could get in another way some other time in my own way, my own path. I just wasn't really into the whole become a production assistant, run around. Like, I did it. I did do it in New York for, like, a year. But after that and moving, like, you know, I had... Priority shifted and all it's that. It's grueling. I've, it's grueling work. Of course, it is. It is. And a you know, I'm totally here for paying your dues and things like that. But even after the dues are paid, you're still looking at the check like what the yeah. cost of living right now. And I don't know what they're paying people now, but I know from when I was interested and in working in that field, I highly doubt anything has changed. Like
1: no, not substantially. Yeah. Right. And I think that there are many ways to get to it. But also, even with paying your dues, there's still many obstacles. Like you just said, like you pay your dues and then you still don't necessarily. It's not like you get a guarantee at the end of that, that like you're going to just really pop off. Like, you know, it's still a risk. You have Mm -hmm. to have the talent to back it up. There's all talent.
0: There's all these other parts that come into play. Networking, you know, like just a lot of things that you need to do to it, it was just yeah it was a lot but i feel god for the bless people. the entertainment industry god bless yeah. the entertainment people because i feel for y'all and it, you know that is no it's easy a task it's a steady climb
1: word real quick niggas is just saying the sightings we've been seeing of jamie fox are his doppelganger or clone or a stunt double or something like that because oh, he goodness. hasn't spoken we've just seen him but he hasn't really talked to nobody so it's like is Jamie really okay because they kept on saying he was about to die
0: and, and no now he's knows. just now he's no just one playing knows top golf happened no one knows what happened to him yet they've they don't kept know that they've kept that air tight tight lip tight lip
1: it's oh, still rumors man. that it was a stroke but it's like we don't know we don't know what it was.
0: Yeah, I don't and know now with this doppelganger clone shit like it could the man been, was playing. It could have golf. been the procedure, you know, the he whole was procedure. on the
1: he was on. But then also, you know, he's coming out with a movie. Well, maybe you don't know, but I just saw the other day that he's coming out with a movie with Netflix, I believe, called They Clone Tyrone. Oh, Let me look on his shit. He posted something with a caption that was like, they didn't clone me, but they cloned Tyrone. Yeah. July 21st. Do you
0: believe that AI and machines can come in and take over?
1: I think AI could be dangerous if it's not, like, controlled controlled properly.
0: Yeah. Have you seen that clip of the lady who was getting off the plane and, like, just flipped her shit because that guy is not real yeah (laughs) what was that about i don't care what you
1: say but that guy back there is not real
0: you can stay on the plane if you want but (laughs) (laughs) that was really her vibe the way she was walking out of here i'm like is that they clone
1: tyrone (laughs) i don't know i definitely think well i just saw that there's some show in the uk where they use ai to put celebrity faces on these people and then the people like play pranks on each other it's called celebrity prank wars and Nicki minaj posted a clip of this and she was like what the fuck is this it was her it was like an ai version of her like on this real show on in the UK doing like pranks on other like she was paired up with Tom Holland and they were like doing something
0: it's really insane you see how like niggas have no control over who takes their face to who buy if you pay for the licensing then
1: that I think that's it
0: If you pay for the licensing. Yeah, like once you pay for the use of it, you can use it. But I'm saying like the fact that they're using something like Nicki Minaj, right? Did you ask Nicki? Like she didn't even know. I'm saying
1: like maybe Nicki Minaj, like maybe Nicki Minaj is copyrighted. You know what I mean. So if you pay for Nicki Minaj the the rights to use her likeness for X, Y, and Z, if you pay for it, then you might just oh, be able it, to to it. use it. I don't know. I'm just saying. Like I'm thinking that like you like you have to people own the trademark to their likeness. It's the same reason why is the movie called Air. You never see Michael Jordan's face. Because they didn't have no licensing to use Michael Jordan at all in the movie. They just had to reference him as him or, like, show the back of his head and things like that. Like, it could be a thing where Nicki Minaj's people was like, oh, some, like, random show in the U.K.? Okay. And then, like, she don't, maybe Nicki might not even know what it is. I don't know. I'm just thinking there must be a way that this is possible. And it's so possible that they're doing it.
0: It really is giving Black Mirror because I've seen the. It the is. Seasons the, the
1: yeah Same. And like, with Selma Hayek. Right. It's
0: just weird. The same vibe with the whole.
1: Imagine you?
0: if your camera, like
1: right now, was just like recording this and then it was on Netflix right now. A reality
0: TV show. Like literally yeah. everything happening play by play right now. Right. Creepy it got to the point where her ass started doing wild shit (laughs) just for which is literally what happens in the game of like social media right like the more attention the more well well
1: that brings me to my next starlet in uh in nosy news britney spears got smacked in the face by this nba player security because he said he didn't know who she was (laughs) But, you know, Britney Britney was notorious in the paparazzi streets of just taking it to the next level and the next level and the next level because they were just pushing her, you know what I mean? Like, constantly picking at her, picking at her, picking at her. So then she was like, yeah, I'm about to drive my car real fast with my baby in my lap, and, like, I'm going to shave my head. Like, she definitely took it to the next level, like, just Mm – went off the just took it there but yeah she did get smacked recently and and i'm kind of disgusted at the fact that that happened and the guy and the security didn't come out and issue like a public apology immediately like at the end of the day it's britney spears like it's britney
0: spears, <laughs> it's,
1: it's britney spears. like put some respect on her name and like who she is <laughs> But at the same time, you know, Britney be looking like anybody's white woman from
0: anybody's and country he truly, town. And he truly probably didn't recognize her. And
1: there, how could he just, uh, just saw extensions and eyeliner and just reacted? <laughs> <laughs> just reacted. You feel me? Innocent if that mistake. had been JLo, you know if that had been even kim kardashian if that had been chrissy teigen i think that they would have just seen the vibe and the demeanor and caught that one but britney britney oh, niggas didn't even know britney was at the function like she's just among the people mm. but anyway don't do britney like that nigga say sorry that was crazy. Last story I'm just going to say Larry Nasser, the sicko pedophile gymnast trainer who got Remember that documentary about him, yeah. the Olympic, yeah. He um is in prison. He's been in prison for a long time or no, not that long, but he'll be in prison for a long time. Like he's got mm-hmm. a long way to go. I think life, right? I hope so. Um Yeah, he got jumped recently because they said that all these inmates gathered and stabbed him a bunch of times, like wow. eh, all at the same time. They just like stabbed him in his stomach, his lung, his, this, his, that, his arm, like all this, like, yeah, like it sounds like kind of like a scene out of a movie where they just like, mm. I'll shank ya. Right. But um, he got shanked. And then I was just thinking in my head, like, you know, street justice, it is what it is, whatever. And then they said the reason was because he was asking to watch women's tennis on the TV. Mm-hmm. And then may said, "Bitch, you want to watch what?" Like, "Nah, you ain't ever going to watch nothing with a woman ever again in your life."
0: Ah, Shake them. Oh. So they were triggered by the women. They were tennis triggered. Request, yeah. requests like, "Oh, you want to watch women's tennis."
1: You want to watch women's tennis, the young tennis players. Right. Yeah, they got his ass. He won't be watching no mo nothing. Mhm. He's still alive though, but that's good. You know he yeah. Do your time. Do your he your got a suffer? He's got a suffer. Fucking bitch. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna end on that note. <laughs> wow. Two cents. A two cents. Mm, two cents. A two cents. Let me hear you now. All right. Well, uh, one piece of nosy news that I we really saved for two cents was, of course, our girl, our. Our big sis Kiki Palmer and her man were in headlines this week, this past week, because she had gone to enjoy herself like the grown woman that she is at the Usher concert in Las Vegas, wore a very cute outfit. Honestly, I didn't really think it was that risque even like it was actually pretty.
0: But I mean, the mesh, like, it the was, mesh overlay definitely made gave it a more, you know, you're just saying it was more. Yeah. Like it was long sleeve. I don't want to call thought, it like, like it, modest, but because no, but like that, all the way out. But I'm saying that mesh, the covering, silhouette.
1: Yeah, yeah. It was a long sleeve mesh like it was to her knees, you know, it was like. It was like something from American Apparel, like that we were wearing. You know, it just seemed, it didn't really seem that crazy to me. You know what I mean? Like her titties was pretty much all covered up. She just was showing a little cheek in the back, whatever. So her man gets on the internet, on Beyonce's internet at that, and says, Oh, you know, that dress, though, you're a mom. He brings in her parentage into the conversation as if. That was ever an appropriate thing to do. And, um you know, we're not having it. The girls are very upset. Twitter is very upset. And it's opened up a lot of dialogue. And there was another instance that you want to share. Yeah, and that
0: one was at the Essence Fest. You know, Janelle Monet performed. She brought out Meg the Stallion. And there was a twerk session that happened on stage. And India Irie wasn't really feeling that, you know. Like, she commented on the fact that it was a lack of discretion and claimed that you know provocative displays won't age well. So of course like oh, people dragged her online as well and I feel like both of these instances really um, have a lot of similarities and my like just a lot of similarities we're definitely in that era where, where you know all about body positivity you see a lot of like women empowerment which is taking on a new meaning of like you know embracing yourself and embracing the fact that you know if you're a bit more provocative and that's what you want to do um just all that stuff basically taking what men used to have power over i.e. like videos like tip drill and all that they're now claiming that and they're doing it for themselves proudly and not really giving a fuck what a man has to say exactly and And I mean look at all the like female rappers right now like
1: sexy red lola brooks coiler red cardi b like everybody is literally talking a shit big lotto talking about you know i'm gonna pay the 500 before i ever have a baby by you nigga like literally like saying i will get in i will run and get an abortion mm-hmm. before i ever try to trap you nigga like be fucking for real you know right. like I think that there's there's like this kind of radical like I I live how I want to live I hook up with who I want I wear what I want you know what I mean and I like that and I think that that's important but then it's like even me personally sometimes when I see just like the the super raunchy kind of outfits or like Mm -hmm. whatever you know what I mean like super kind of just like super sexual displays in public or like, you know, I saw a video recently of some lady at a party, like sucking someone's dick in the party. Hmm. Like sucking the dick in the party. Yeah. So I'm just kind of like, so my the way I I deal with that is like I just kind of reserve my thoughts to myself because it's like I'm not gonna denounce what you're doing but I'm also not really feeling the vibe. I don't know. Not
0: I one hundred. When it's when it's vulgar. When it's
1: really like you know. What I mean? Yeah. When it's, when it's over the top. Yeah. When it's over the top. The Kiki Palmer situation. I feel like those are kind of different in my mind. Like the mm-hmm. NDIRE versus the Kiki Palmer. To question someone's ability to parent because you wore a mesh dress to a concert as an adult woman is beyond absurd to What
0: bothered me about that was I'm thinking of it from this perspective of she's a mother, just had a child, going to the Usher concert with her girls it's really obligatory to pull up sexy. Like that's the assignment. That's the vibe. You know, when you you go with your girls, that's, that's what it's giving. And as a mom, you need that. Like, that's how I'm seeing it. Like you need that like moment of sexiness, that reminder that I still got it. And yeah, you know, for him to do that, that was just to me like, wow, what a, what a buzzkill. Like, it didn't have to be this way. Um, but yeah, I will say I definitely heard, you know, pieces about, uh, you know, it wasn't really the clothing, but more so the behavior of how, what took place in that moment. Um, so, yeah, I. But that's again, not
1: what he said on the Internet. He said it was strictly about the, the dress. Right. Yeah. He said that dress, though, you're a mom, mm-hmm. yeah, but it probably was something else about it that bothered him, you yeah. know what I, I mean? mean, you know, and she, I said
0: the same thing. I turned said- it around like, hey, but for me, I had when I looked at the video over and over because of talking about it, I was like, yeah, I mean, I have no problem with the outfit. What I noticed is after she turned around, she did like a period. Uh, yeah. motion like a cut yeah. across the throat and then also yeah. like shaking of the hand in my mind when I'm looking at that it's like period boo you can't touch this type of thing like there's no other or whatever but that's just me you know like going going to bet for Kiki
1: yeah and I'm things Kiki. like that but okay how can we shift the focus from policing women's clothing to promoting consent respect and dismantling rape culture oh my
0: god yeah because a lot of times i mean still let's people shift are in the that, focus people are in that mindset like just because so what do you what
1: let me ask you this let me ask you this when you wear something that you would consider sexy we're just gonna say whatever you consider sexy when you wear something like that Do you expect others
0: to view you as sexy? I don't know if I expect others to view me as sexy, but when I put it on, it's definitely to feel sexy for myself, but I also know and I'm aware that others will find it sexy as well. I definitely so I guess know that some is, of the I guess things it is I've ex- worn. It's like, yeah,
1: I know that I I know that I'm gonna get some kind of reaction. You know what I mean? Like, I know I know based on w- what I wear that what kind of reaction I'm gonna get. Now, I 100 percent feel like by no means. Even if I know that everyone's gonna be gawking at me, that by no we- means is the same thing as consent. Obviously, the point that I'm making is that there are just straight up expectations that are burned into our brains. When you see certain outfits, like what do we do about that? That's the part that like has to change where it's like, you literally automatically have some sort of connotation. Most likely when you see X, Y, and Z garment, that's the part that has to be dismantled. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I and I have no focus, idea how to do that.
0: Yeah, that's that's really systemic. It's really above us. But part of that definitely is having those conversations. I feel like there needs to be people who advocate for women. Um, oh, men, wow. Men that's a cutting-edge
1: idea. Absolutely. It,
0: men who advocate for women because I feel like, you know, Yes, like there are a lot of women and power in this world, but when we think of society, it's certainly a patriarch, a patriarchal one. So with that, it's the same as when they talk about dismantling racism and getting the whites involved so that way a change can really be made because it's really them in the room and all this other stuff. I'm wondering if that approach as it relates to gender Uh differences would be like impactful.
1: Um, I think it would be, I think it would be, but I think that it's so easy for us to say the idea, but like it's the implementation. We always fall flat on how to really actively
0: implement. And not only men advocating for women, but first and foremost, there needs to be women in the room.
1: Yeah. Advocating for the goddamn selves because a lot of but times- you one hundred percent need allyship. I mean, it's just simply no way without the buy-in of men. But this is really what I feel. If we don't die in the next, you know, 10 20 years from just some natural disaster and or terrorist attack, if we even make it, you know what I mean, as a people. From, or or even environmental you know we could all catch on fire any moment if we make it i think the only thing we can do is raise up the next generation and try again you know what i mean because honestly all the adults right now are wash. if you ask me like right these guys are fucking idiots yeah. <laughs> these guys are idiots truly like we just have to try again with some younger kids because yes uh uh we're just just doomed for the fuckery I mean you and me have been doing this podcast for how many years like I know we've talked about stigma around clothing and stuff like that before it's like no matter what it's gonna Mm -hmm. be some bullshit if you give a nigga a chance to speak he's gonna say something dumb
0: yeah and I mean you know we've got the clothing and then let's take it to another level with the whole twerking and how that's been a part of black culture so with twerking you know being like both celebrated as a form of self-expression but also criticized in some ways as objectification what are your thoughts on the role of twerking i mean you mentioned it already a part of it when it gets too vulgar um but also
1: when i see girls like lotto and like those girls that i named earlier like for example, I watched the I watched the BET Awards on uh, YouTube. I just watched the performances on YouTube. I loved every single one of those performances because I just felt like those girls were just out there, like. Owning it, you know what I mean? It wasn't to impress no man. It wasn't to try to make it in this industry. It was like, I am the main attraction. You know what I mean? I am the reason that you're here and just like embracing their sexuality, embracing their flyness and stuff like that and shaking that ass, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it makes me want to get up and start shaking my ass. Like, it's just right. high energy and it's it really isn't that... Um, It's not sexual anymore at that point to me. It's just fun. You know what I mean? It's sexy, but it's not sexual. And I think that seeing kind of that, normalizing that even, is actually helpful. Even though I know that there are people out there, you know, the NDRs of the world that will say... It's you're you sound ridiculous. It's still what they want. They've sexualized the black woman's body for centuries, which is all true. All true. All true. But I do think that there is just some good, clean fun sometimes and just like owning your shit, shaking that ass, like doing what you want to do and really commanding your own space, taking up space, you know, yeah, that I think actually is positive and that's what Lizzo talks about too like I'm gonna be here and I'm about to do whatever the fuck I want to do and I'm gonna shake this ass and I'm gonna take up all this space and I'm gonna wear the biggest gown to the met ball with the tiniest purse Mm -hmm. and that's just that
0: on that right what do you think about the twerking the twerking for me I feel like it's an art form in some ways right it It is is a talent like for sure but it's something about blaming it on the culture this is the way we are or this is a part of our culture that I think that part I don't really like so much because I feel like they people cling on to that Mm -hmm. um but again like I said I I don't see anything wrong with it but again like you said when the message is nasty or a little more provocative that does tend to feel a bit uncomfortable you know because now it just feels like this is something that should be reserved for a more private private moment, moment but
1: i'm telling you this lady she like just was sitting at a table the video that i saw of this lady sucking dick in a party she just like reached into this guy's pants and pulled his dick out and started sucking it and then like passed the dick over to her homegirl and then she was like pushing the guys like holding helping the girl suck the dick also and i just felt like this might be a very fun and sexual experience but it seems like you're at an applebee's right
0: now this isn't the place for it
1: it, it doesn't. It doesn't feel like the place for it. Like,
0: I mean, there's
1: whole like there's whole hedonism hotels, resorts, retreats for where, that, for where that. you can just be Do at, that at the dining freely. room fucking table. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Like doing it And the I would never go like there and say, oh, she's sucking dick at the table. She's supposed to be. But literally, <laughs> I'm just trying to have a strawberry daiquiri and right. listen to an Usher song. And here you go yeah i don't know
0: i don't know that's that's indecent, that's indecent that's indecent say if, what you will and that if the police the caught you that's indecent and if the police caught you you would be fined or getting locked up somewhere so
1: so how do we encourage women to feel comfortable and confident in expressing their sexuality without facing judgment or nasty labels
0: from bitches like me <laughs> <laughs> bitches like me that are saying like, ooh, that's too vulgar. Ugh, girl, <laughs> you're
1: sucking dick at the
0: table. <laughs> girl, not you uh, throwing that ass in a circle.
1: Not uh, you literally like sliding your dress to the side. Wow. Um, How do we break that shit? I think we just have to keep, you know,
0: speaking up.
1: Yeah, speaking up and reminding people that you're being judgmental constantly. You know, I'm, I'm rem- I remind myself when I feel those feelings of judgment coming up, like, girl, sit down, relax. Right. Um, I think that... Um, damn, this is kind of a hard question because, again, I feel like it goes back to what I was saying before about, like, it's just hard to fucking implement this shit how right. do yeah how do we make women feel more comfortable being sexual when it's still like people like India Irie being like ah oh, you shouldn't dance like that it's everyone's really been uplifting those, Janelle Monet like she's in her sexual
0: those era, role models like, i think it's like yeah you get the folks like India Irie, and that's fine there will be people who resonate with her but then you also have those role models you got to keep looking at people like Lizzo people like you know yeah, uh, Janelle Monet and others who tend to take on a more liberated stance and right. like definitely more body positivity. Uh, surrounding yourself with those people. And also remembering to, you know, being encouraged to advocate. Like,
1: yeah, I think the answer is that you just can te- continue to work on yourself. You know what I mean? Right. Continue to work on improving yourself and, and your mindset. Your truth. And living, yeah, and, and surrounding yourself with people that you can align with in that way as well. Because then I feel like that's when it starts to multiply, you know? Right yeah starts getting infectious at that point so really the answer is mind your own business Mm. mind your own business it always comes back to that it really does get your shit together how about that get your shit together and then you do want to encourage someone else to live their best life too when you've got your your shit together
0: yeah And it's it's easier said than done. We know. Of course.
1: Of course. We know. Yeah.
0: That was good. That
1: was a good two cents. It was. How do I... I guess I should say a quick goodbye to Pittsburgh on the air. Damn. Oh, my God. It's kind of sad. Like, I've been here for so long. I've been here just shy of 10 years and... It's been a really important time for me, and I've learned a whole lot, and I've experienced even more than that. And, yeah, I think I grew up a little bit, at least, in being here. And I'm excited for the next chapter, and thank you, Pittsburgh. I don't know if I ever fully bought in, but you took care of me at the end of the day. You held me down. Right. And I'll see you on the flip side! that's another episode of the podcast you know where to find us sign me up podcast at gmail.com at sign me up podcast on anywhere that you can type in a handle and i'm at sydney poppins too i'm cheeky bobby and that's another episode of sign me up podcast signing out